fellow ink drinkers, and welcome back to the Blind Girls Book Talk podcast. are two sisters who love reading and love books. And so what we've done is we've created this podcast in order to talk more about that. Now, I will say this is a variety show, so it does cover a bunch of different bookish content that can range from book reviews to book theories to book to movie comparisons. That's just a couple topics to name a few. The list does go on, though. But in today's episode, what we are going to be doing is we are going to be talking about our thoughts on audiobooks. So without further ado, Belle, what are your thoughts on audiobooks slash how did you get started with them? So I'm going to start with the question of how did I get started with them? So I got started with them probably in about third grade. Second, third grade is when I like got into them. I forget which fast food restaurant did a thing where their kids meal gave out like an audiobook i believe that was chick-fil-a if memory serves was that chick-fil-a or was it wendy's or both of them did. it was one of your favorites and i know you like wendy's and i know you like chick-fil-a so then both are pretty good options then i forget which one but it was audiobook of the magic treehouse books okay and that might have been wendy's i'm not sure though i think it was wendy's But I mean, don't quote me on that. That was years ago. So mom would put it on whenever she'd drive me to and from school and we'd listen to it. And I liked them. That's kind of how I got started with them. Okay, but you don't do a lot of them now, though, do you? No, not really. I think now it's like people's voices tend to annoy me. Okay, that's fair. So I'd prefer to just read it. Also, if I read it, I can annotate my own book however I want. Yeah, that is true. That is the one thing that you kind of can do with audiobooks somehow. I'm not entirely sure how. I've never done it myself. But that is the one difference about using the actual copy versus the audiobook form. Mm-hmm. So now, what are your th- actual thoughts, though, on audiobooks, though? I mean, I guess I can see how they would be useful to some people i know our aunt loves them because she's mainly in the car a lot traveling to and from her job so she listens to a lot of them because that's just when she has the time and instead of listening to music she just puts on an audiobook i understand that or i know some people do it while they're cooking or some do it when they go to the gym or things like that for me i can't do it because i'd rather be focused on the story gotcha okay all right. Fair fair enough. That makes sense. Well, okay. So then my two answers to those questions are a lot different from yours. So when I was younger, everybody and their mother, it seemed like, was telling me to listen to audiobooks. You'll love it. Just listen to them. It'll be great. Now for me, growing up in like the 90s, the early 2000s, audiobooks were very much, it was kind of described as because you can't see, you should listen to audiobooks. And me being kind of the stubborn blind person that I am, 
I didn't like that too much. I thought, you know, no, I can read my own copy of the book. So for ages and ages and ages, I didn't listen to audiobooks. I was completely turned off from them. It was a hard no from me. I wasn't going to do it. And then a few years ago, I ended up becoming friends with someone who had told me, hey, you should really give audiobooks a try. And I had told this person my thoughts on you know, why I didn't want to and that sort of thing. And also at the time, I was going through a pretty severe reading slump. Like I hadn't read anything for probably at least six months, if not longer. Yeah, you. it was a really big reading slump for you. Yeah. And so this person was like, no, like I get where you're coming from and I get why you feel that way. But at the same time, it isn't like that anymore. You know what I mean? You can listen to audiobooks and it's not just because you can't see them kind of deal. And so after about a month or two of just contemplating that and just thinking about that, I decided to give them a shot. And I fell in love with the audiobooks. Now, the ones that I started with when I started listening to them were the Dresden File books by Jim Butcher. And the narrator for that, unfortunately, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but the narrator for those books was excellent. Like, he was really, really good. And so, I was very grateful to my friend for saying, hey, this is where you should start, because then I ended up pretty much binging most of the entire Dresden Files series on audiobook within nine months. And the reasons that Belle was saying, you know, about why certain people like audiobooks because, you know, they can listen to it while they're traveling or they can listen while they're doing the dishes or cooking, that sort of thing. That is why I like audiobooks, because times where I would be kind of zoned out or I wouldn't be really paying attention to anything, I would pop on my audiobook like while I was doing dishes or when I went to take a shower or when I went to go exercise, like to go take a walk. I would just kind of put that on and then listen to that. And then that would be something to do while I'm just kind of, you know, I wouldn't be doing anything else otherwise, like mentally. So why not listen to an audiobook? And then from there, pretty much after I got through a lot of the Dresden File series, I started listening to some other books and some of my favorites like Howl's Moving Castle and the Discovery of Witches series, to name a few. I actually liked the narrators for the audiobook version. And so I thought, yeah, why not? I'll listen to that. And so for me, it's been really, really nice, especially when, because occasionally I do get times where I'm just so tired after doing a lot of work or it's just been a really crazy hectic day and I just don't want to sit down and physically read. For me, this is a great alternative because I can do other things and have that playing and there you go. I'm kind of multitasking in a way and I really enjoy it. Now, the other thing though is that I don't annotate mine. Like I don't really normally annotate my books all that much or I don't really mark things in my books all that much. I've started to a little but I'm still relatively new to that. So for me, I think that's kind of the saving grace in a way for me as to why I'm just like, yes, audiobooks. But otherwise, that kind of sums that up for me. I can see like Again, I can see the appeal to it. I think for me, it's just because, you know, you and me both 
with our limited vision have very sensitive ears. Mm-hmm. And I think you have a better tolerance than I do. Yeah, for you. And that's the thing. Like, I... Because for me, like, there are people that I've met in my life that I just don't like because of the sound of their voice. Yeah. And that's fair. I mean, I almost want to try to see if I can curate a list of books that you might like you know, the the voices too for the narrators Mm -hmm. and just see kind of what you think because I think that's your next real stepping off point, to be honest, because that, I feel like, that would help you at least a little bit, especially when you're crazy busy with school to just have something that you can put on again, like while you're getting ready for school or while you're cooking your dinner or anything like that. That is true. That would probably be helpful. That would also probably help get me through the books that you want me to read that I don't want to read. Exactly. Exactly. See, it would two birds, one stone. The thing that I like about audiobooks is that there are some that I know if I would try to sit down and actually physically read the book, I wouldn't be able to get through it, right? Like, it's just for one reason or another, I wouldn't be able to do it. So getting the audiobook and listening to it is going to give me the better shot like of finishing the book just because I can do other things. I'm not just sitting there reading a book. Like I can get other things done while listening to the audiobook and that's all fine. You know, it's it's all fine and dandy at that point. Yeah, that makes sense. If I May. Another point for the two of us is when I'm doing something, though, I like to have my full attention focused on it. Yeah, that is fair. I mean, for me, like I said, I like listening to them when I'm like the rare occasions when I cook something, because normally my cooking is I boil a little bit of water for pasta or ramen. (laughs) And, you know, that doesn't really require a lot of thought to it eight years age difference between the two of us yet you cook more like the college student than i do (laughs) yes this is true i don't like to cook that's a whole nother topic of discussion but even when doing dishes too i sometimes hate doing dishes because it's just it's so tedious and annoying and i don't have an actual like dishwasher in my apartment so I have to wash them by hand and that's just annoying. So to have something where I'm doing something else, I'm more focused on something else than I am the actual washing part just because like the washing stuff I do all by feel. So as long as my muscles are able to do what they need to do, you know what I mean? I don't need to think about it. That is true. So for me, it does really help. And even too, like when I go for a walk or when I try to exercise, having that on to just be like the background noise, because again, if I'm thinking about that, like the audiobook instead of about the exercise, I'm going to be likely to do more or do whatever I need to do than if I was just kind of focusing solely on the exercise that makes sense i guess in my own way i kind of do that whenever i'm at school and piper's with me of course and you know i have to walk her at night i tend like either at night or in her early morning after she eats breakfast and all that i will like take my airpods put one in and like Unless I'm calling you or our parents, Mm -hmm. I'll, like, have Hulu on my phone and I'll, like, legit put on Pinky and the Brain or some old cartoon. Right. 
to just walk and listen to the cartoon. Right, exactly. And that's kind of the same concept for an audiobook, you know, especially, you know, when you find a good narrator or a story that you love, then it makes a lot of things go a lot easier. Because what I'll even do too, I'll use them to unwind at the end of the night. Like I'll put an audiobook on and if there's I have like a coloring app on my iPad and I'll just sit there and I'll color a picture and I'll listen to an audiobook and like that's a good way for me to just de-stress a little bit from everything from the day. So it can be useful and very relaxing if you kind of find the right combination of ways to use that kind of stuff if that makes sense that makes sense like i think if i could find the right again voice and sound to me like are very prevalent in my life again i have just not liked people because of the sound of their voice yeah and you know it's not something i can necessarily say i'm proud of but you know again we're both legally blind we can't see well or in some cases at all and so we live our world off of sound Mm -hmm. you know we know who people are by the sound of their footsteps you know we hear bones crack and we'll sometimes hear food digesting in other people's stomachs things like that and it's just one of those things that like even though I try not to, it's like one of those things that I can't help it because my ears are so sensitive. So right. I think what audiobooks is for you is pretty much what like old cartoons are for me because like, again, at the end of after a day of class and stuff, I will lay in bed and I'll either read a book and put on like an old cartoon like Pinky and the Brain or Angry Angry Beavers, mm-hmm. you know, the older cartoons in order to just kind of relax and to let my mind mm-hmm. de-stress. And that's fair. Like, again, it's whatever works for you. I know that this has worked for me and definitely for people who have been a little bit more on the fence about maybe trying a service like Audible. Not sponsored in any way, by the way. They're just the ones that I use personally. I wish I could be sponsored, but (laughs) definitely not sponsored by them. But if you're on the fence about it, I would definitely say to give it a shot. Yeah, I think everybody, if you haven't tried audiobooks, you should at least try it to see if it is for you. Because, I mean, the thing, the nice thing about Audible is that everything that they have in their collection, you can sample it first before you actually make any sort of purchase. So if you don't like a narrator, you will know within the first couple minutes of listening, you know, to the sample. Because there are some samples that I have put on for books that I've been kind of interested in. I put it on and the voice is just horrid. It's a big no from me. So I just move on. And then that's a book that I know if I want to read it, I have to read it in like a hard copy or a physical copy. There are other books too that, you know, yes, they are kind of more audible only. Like I don't think they actually have a physical copy, which I don't quite understand how that works but at the same time I'm not mad at it you know because I've had some interesting stories that I've read that I don't necessarily think have like a physical copy to but I'm glad that I listened to the audio version and the other nice thing about something like audible is too every so often they have like a two-for-one sale so you can get some things that you wouldn't normally get at a pretty 
cheaper rate than you know the normal one credit for for one book kind of deal but again not sponsored i'm just talking about how it works because i know yeah also again not sponsored but for audible i know like they sponsor a lot of people on youtube so you can easily go on youtube and just find a video by some youtuber that's sponsored and use their code exactly like a month free or something yeah exactly and then you can decide from there if you like it because that's what i did i used a a sponsor code and found out that i really liked it and so then i ended up continuing with it and if you don't like it so be it you know you don't have to you don't have to keep going with it okay well i think that is about all the time that we have for today's episode we want to thank you guys for joining us in as we talked about audiobooks and our thoughts on them why we like them why we might not like them that sort of thing of course if you like what we're doing and like everything that you've been listening to of course you can give us a follow like, comment, share, any slash all of those things that you can do. It would be greatly appreciated just because it helps us to grow the show. Of course, if you don't like it or if you don't want to do that, hey, no pressure. It is what it is. But that about does us then for today. Now, what are we going to be talking about next week? Next week, we are doing another Jane Austen comparison. Okay. Well, we will see you guys then. Bye. Bye.